Yeah. Yeah. Left. I mean, I should have just said click it. You would have made more sense. I yeah. Guess. When you said left, I wanted to right click. You wanted to double guess yourself. Yeah. This is like what you play when your elevator is graduating from high school. <laughs> oh yeah, it's finally going up. <coughs> it's evolving into an escalator. Moving up in the world. Moving on up to that top floor. But I, I didn't even know it was there. All right, there we go. Oh, sorry. Better theme song. She just went all the way up with it. She was so excited. Yeah, where's Denzel? You know what? I'm not sure if I saw Denzel at all. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see Denzel. I mean, maybe it was like walking through the hallway at one point. They're yeah. just trying to keep ratings up for their latest episode. Yeah, they really just wanted the Denzelsers. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Do, do you think he died beforehand? Do you think Denzel died before this episode? Because people... Oh, in the show. Okay, yeah. they meant in real life. I was like, no. I'm, Why would... he came back. Oh, he's Jesus. Okay. I lost track of all the people who died and or had some kind of unfortunate development in their life. It's just everybody. Oh, yeah. Did people... Yeah. Well, there was a dead person. That is right. Okay. Hey, and welcome to So What I Miss, the show where we show how little we know about a show today... We're doing Saint Elsewhere, which is another doctor show. We've done a few doctor shows here before, and I am Oliver, and joining me today is the Cha, as well as special guest, Albert. Yes. And I don't know if you want me to add a title to that comedian or uh, writer. I don't know. I just kind of... Provocateur. I kind of half do a lot of stuff. Half do so, it? You know, yeah, yeah. That <laughs> no, that's a bad title. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I, I saw you read a poem once. Oh, yeah, that too. See, see, and, lots and, of things, but only a little bit. And you know, he's you know. an activist. Act, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah full activist time. Activist organizer. Yeah, it's kind of my main gig. Got it, okay. Not even the adjective I could use. But t- today, we're all a little lost, because we're doing St. Elsewhere. And we've not seen it. We've not seen a single episode. This is just the first one we've seen, and it happens to be the last one. And that is the title of the episode we just watched. The last one. The last Good one. Good point. The yeah. last one. Sometimes they give up with finale titles. Yeah, they're just like, fuck it. But um, this show had six seasons. You guys want to take a guess at how many episodes? How many 52. Episodes? Oh, uh, six seasons. This is I'm not going to tell you the years either, but... I'm going to say like 70. Something 70? It's 137. Jesus Christ. Half off. Come on, guys. Get back in shape. This is a CBS like show. 20, 20-something episodes per season. You guys want to guess the years, though? 1987. Okay. okay. So, yeah, they mentioned... What did, what did they mention? They kind of gave it him. Anyway, late 80s. Late 80s? Okay, yeah. Late 80s, exactly. Okay, 88 is when it ended, and it started uh, 1982, October 1982, ended May 25th, 1988, with the last one. And this episode has a lot of shit. Okay, this is actually... This is a really well-known episode for that ending that we saw. And um, the only reason we did watch it with you is because you didn't know it. Usually people know about this ending. It's a classic. Well, if you watched I Love the 80s, they talk about it. They do talk about it. And if you are under 30, the only thing you know about the 80s is I Love the 80s. 
Yeah, it's the only reference to the Same. 80s, basically. Yeah. But, oh my goodness, this episode... I didn't even know how to do notes for this episode. I just wrote, like, for my notes, I wrote subplot, subplot, subplot. Uh, Jack's last day, subplot. Guy has AIDS, but uh, acts like he doesn't. Doesn't tell anybody? I don't know. All of it was weird. One, okay, of, well, one of my notes says, I cannot write fast enough to make jokes about all this crazy shit. <laughs> exactly, just too much. It's just, you have to see it, people. It's on Hulu. That's where we watched it, at least. So, are we just going to end the episode here? Just you have like, to see it. Just stop it. it. You got to see Sorry. it. Sorry. Sorry, no more comments. Um, Howie's got hair. I don't know what else. Yeah, Howie. How tall is Howie? Howie got hair. Mandel. Oh, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, he has to be short, doesn't he? He, he has yeah, to Howie be. Howie Mandel. He's got to be like five foot four. Because he went. Like, to... I'm used to seeing him on Deal or No Deal with no hair and the soul patch, and he's rarely standing next to anybody, so you could be deceitful about his height. Definitely, you can't, you can't see him from the waist down either. I feel like it was intentional. It's like I feel like he was looking back critically on clips of the show. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to be the short, weird-looking guy anymore. Yeah, I'm not going to be the short guy in the group hug anymore, guys. I'm going to get sharp. I'm going to be by myself, have a commanding bald hair. <laughs> Lots of one-liners. If you have enough one-liners, you can be any size, which is what we learned on this show, because this show has a variety of sized people. This show has a variety of um, material in general. Just with that one joke that Howie Mandel was setting up the entire episode with the Vikings, which is part of... It's how it started, too, because Howie Mandel first meets the opera singer, who is... Okay, described well, as l- correction the first thing that howie mandel is okay it's this last day as re- resident and it starts at 10 40 p.m i don't know why he they wears tell jeans and his shirt's kind of unbuttoned and the chest hair is already flowing i mean he doesn't have a lot but there's a it's, suggestion maybe starting like so one chest hair. it's that a.m he's only a resident but like uh okay so he's treated a patient who is sick because he watched too much tv which is, I think, a wink-wink at the medium that we are watching, which is DV. Oh, yeah, DV. Oh, <laughs> and the job, like, the job. I hope my next assignment is something that's more interesting than people that watch TV. And uh, then he walks in, and it's a Viking lady, like a blonde, big blonde Viking lady. Who another descri- doc- who the short doctor describes as the songbird who lost her voice. Yeah. And then what happens next, immediately after this? And anyone want to take a call as to what happened next? I think that's when we learn... No, a, a plane. A fucking plane hits the building. Yeah, 9-11 happens. I almost forgot, because of all the interpersonal drama, but a plane hits the building. Casually hits the building. And barely anybody seems to care. Just nobody beyond that, like, 20-foot radius of hallway where the plane hits seems to even care. Just nobody's reacting. <laughs> the building doesn't seem to be structurally damaged at all. I mean, the, the plane just hit the building and just splat like a bug. It just, like, slid off, apparently. There's yeah. barely any damage. Nobody died. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. It hits the it building. Just a plane. Then theme song. And then you hear a nurse say, Ah, oh, it's just another day on the nursing floor. <laughs> and someone says, like, it's the end of the world and I feel fine. Like, how many one-liners do you have? Is it because this is Boston and... The... That's how they talk. That's they feel they like talk. they're all going to die. No, wait. Did you catch the one right when the plane hit? The guy says, Jumping Jack. What's that flash? Like, really, dude? Like, how many references do you need? How many references and subplots does one episode need? But it's um, it's also Jack's last day. Is Jack um, Howie? Or is Jack's... No, Jack's somebody else. I don't know. I couldn't follow anybody's name. Me neither. Yeah, too many try. white yeah. people. All the white people look the same. All, yeah, exactly. Like, the black people, you could tell them apart because one of them was huge, 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 and the other was tiny, tiny, tiny. And the other one wasn't there. Yeah, and then Denzel Washington wasn't there. Absentee daddy. See, I feel I feel like they had to go for the absolute highest contrast <laughs> in appearances for black people so they could tell them apart on the yeah. set. Okay, uh, which one were you? Oh, yeah, big one. Okay, big <laughs> one. You stand over here. Little guy over here. 
uh, regular size guy, you, you get Denzel, was it? Yeah. Damn, I forgot yeah. already. Regular oh, size guy, you go stand in the middle over there. All right. Let's yeah. Go. But you need the same mustache. I demand it. Denzel would have been the regular size guy, but he would have also had a mustache. Okay, another subplot. Um, I want to get straight to this one subplot, um, the AIDS awareness subplot, where the guy has AIDS, and then Cool yeah. Sweater is like, hey, if you don't tell anybody, you don't got it. You know, there's false positives all the time. Just don't tell anybody. Yeah, okay, so have he's fun. got AIDS. He's going around. His eye itches. He's in a bad state. He's like, my eye itches. I have AIDS now. He's already told all his partners, like, Jessica from the other night, we all have AIDS. So have he's AIDS, already yeah. done the process, done everything right. Yeah, Michael J. AIDS and is doing everything right. And then his friend is right. like, maybe you don't have AIDS, you know? Like, it happens <laughs> all the time. And it's almost, it feels kind of, there's this bias in medicine where if you get tested for sexual diseases, sometimes they won't want to test you for diseases that they think your demographic doesn't get a lot. And I think there's a lot of that there. Because gotcha, yeah. I've had doctors who I've been like, hey, yo, I live in New Orleans, baby. You better give me the full fucking checkup. And they're like, you know, we'll test you for like chlamydia and herpes and HPV because those are white girl diseases. But we don't need to <laughs> test you for AIDS. Wow. <laughs> and it's like, I fucked a bartender. I think you need to test me for AIDS. Test you for everything. Yeah, like for real. So they're just going to be like, oh, you don't have AIDS. And that's that. They got that in a book somewhere. It's like. <laughs> like different ethnic diseases oh yeah they got a list of white girl diseases a little chart yeah where everything lines up it's like according to our list of white girl diseases here uh you know we only we don't need to go through all of these things here <laughs> white been, girls love chlamydia you haven't been fooling around with any negroes have you <laughs> oh you have okay let me get the other list it's, I wonder like, if it has, it's like 10 times as long oh yeah i wonder <laughs> if it has a part for like rachel dolezal people too what disease was she, rachel dolezal like faux sickle cell or something? Or? Faux sickle cell. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, she probably does have faux sickle cell. But, okay. And that is resolved, actually. That is the quickest subplot of this episode oh, yeah. that is he resolved. He gets his blood retested real quick. And then he like meets her in the same stairwell because that's apparently the stairwell you have the, these conversations. The, hi the HIPAA on. stairwell, mm -hmm. where HIPAA violations are impossible, are totally cool. You guys have violate HIPAA all you want on these stairs. You know how they always cut in those hospital budgets? They can't afford a break room. It's a stairwell. Oh, yeah. It's just stairwell. People are eating lunches on the steps. Oh yeah, but y'all been in a hospital stairwell? No, it's echoey. It's I mean it's echoey. Great which for is exercise. Awesome. Great for exercise, <laughs> but smells like a variety of shit. It smells different every day. That is a yeah. good point. Because sometimes it smells Stinked. like bleach. Sometimes it smells like certain people's bodies. Buttholes. Buttholes. Like ready to be bleached buttholes. <laughs> I'm glad there was somebody to tell me this before I experienced it, just not expecting it at all. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We love the I stairs. appreciate it. <laughs> well, it's great exercise. Oh, terrific. You know? Yeah. Like running from the smell of the shit. Like what? Oh, yeah. yeah. Running oh, yeah. through the smell. Running the into the smell. Yeah. Into and out. Yeah. <laughs> It's delicious, but that's where it's a war zone. <laughs> that's where um, the um, the subplot of the AIDS ends because the guy is testing positive, but he thanks God. He really thinks God did this. Yeah, and she's like, "No, it's just science. You know, there's a problem it's with the test. Science fucking up, dude. No, it's God. Yeah. I'm pretty sure God did. I'm a doctor. I I know. Honestly, I agree with the doctor. I think God did it because at this point we're like ten minutes into the show. Because he, so he's like, he got AIDS and ungot AIDS got in the it, space yeah. of like 10, 15 minutes. That's a miracle right there. That's not that's not science. There's no scientific process to do that. Just well, did. as we'll learn in our M. Night Shyamalan-esque plot twist, 
basically, wait. Stay tuned. <laughs> before we go any further, two things have just happened that should take up an entire episode. Oh, yeah. And we're just like, eh, like whatever. Like a whole movie. A plane we, just hit. We Who just had 9-11. And we just had an AIDS crisis and resolved. An AIDS crisis. And then we have another subplot because a Jonestown survivor, a conspiracy dude, just comes in with heart problems. Yeah, he's having heart problems. And he's like, I can't die now. You know, I've been through Jonestown Kool-Aid and I was in 9-11 because I traveled to the future. And then also another time I survived food poisoning at P.F. Chang's. This can't be what kills me. I'm a Holocaust survivor. God damn it. He, he came with like a whole encyclopedia of conspiracy shit happening. Like I went through Jonestown, I got tear gas to New Haven. I'm like, New Haven? Yeah. <laughs> Connecticut? I didn't know shit was going down in Connecticut like that. I think he mean, he, he, he cried in Connecticut. He, got, he cried and, and got gas. And huffed some gas. I mean, maybe it was small because Connecticut is pretty, pretty fucking smoggy and polluted. Maybe that's what he meant. It wasn't tear gas, dude. It was just, that was just regular Connecticut air. Oh, yeah, that's just shit air. Yeah. <laughs> Connecticut shit air. That's what you get, Connecticut. Luckily, we don't have any fans in Connecticut. Uh, well, yeah, we're going to lose them right now. Okay, <laughs> on to the next subplot, because that's all this episode is, is subplot after subplot. My favorite character, Mark. Mark is the best character of this show. Who? Yeah, uh, cheap uh, John Cleese. <laughs> oh, is he? Okay, so this guy, he, he looks short, like John Cleese. He's dating, or he's married to another lady who works at the hospital, and she's like, you know what? I think I'm going to accept a job in Cleveland. And meanwhile, he's he just received this award that is literally literally two yeah. hands. Like the handsy award. The handsy award. The it me too. Just two reaching hands. Yeah. Cuz yeah, I mean, it was obviously a groping trophy cuz this dude they start out he comes into the show the first thing he talks about coming into the show is about how he's moving back into his wife's house tonight and how they're back <laughs> on good terms and reconciled it's like what the fuck did you do dude like it's the, this is your very first line and you already apologized for shit and apparently like and, he didn't speak it over with helen because she's like uh i'm going to the good samaritan hospital in cleveland cleveland yeah he yeah. made a decision mm -hmm. that he got his wife back i have decided that we're back together now, and you're not going to Cleveland. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and one of the best excuses to not go to Cleveland was, let's see, um, but you'll be father from Barbara. I just love that. Father from Barbara. Father from Barbara. Like Barbara Walters? Barbara. New Boston. Who gives a shit about these people? Yeah, who gives a shit about Barbara? Just trying too hard. And then, what What else did this guy Mark do? He did something else. He did everything. He was the motivation of the episode. He was the evil guy. I really wanted him to turn more evil. Mark did something else that that early. Oh, that he he was talking shit about the hospital she's gonna work at, and he's like, you know, I wouldn't even send Gaddafi's mother there. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which is like, doesn't don't they take an oath that say that he, could they have to save Gaddafi's mother? Like if Gaddafi's mother's dying in front of you, you have to save Gaddafi's mother. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about with Mark. He told a um, secretary or some... Oh, I'm just being sexist when I say secretary. I just assume some woman character. I think she might have been a secretary. Administrator. Administrator, there we go. She said... He said, go off to the land of the dolls. Oh, land of the dolls. Land of the land dolls. Of the land of the dolls. Oh, my goodness. 40s mom boss kind of talking. He's like, get back to the land of the dolls. See? Yeah. Sweetie. <laughs> Sugar tits. Listen here, sweetheart. <laughs> but then what he does is he calls up his estranged wife's new workplace in Cleveland. Oh, he tries to the land dirty of John no them. culture. Yeah, and he's like, you know, my wife's actually a shithead employee. 
Yeah, she's not uh, what we would call a good Samaritan fit for a good Samaritan hospital. Yeah, she's a bad one. Bad Samaritan. That's how he got the Hansy award, because that's what the Hansy guys do. Yeah, they get their hands on things, and they fuck with people. Just being a creep award, just groping several women on the job. You know it was acceptable <laughs> back then. They were giving out trophies for this shit. Oh, yeah. It was just oh, yeah. astounding the amount that he was groping people and just doing general creep sex and shit. Yeah, he was really making a name for himself. Like, <laughs> he's, his poster was on Harvey Weinstein's wall when he was growing up. Like, this is a motivation. So then, but there's another that couple. <laughs> As is typical of these shows, okay, the doctors all are fucking... Or fighting because they fuck. So there's. <laughs> Do they fuck? There's this one incident where a girl is throwing toilet paper. She has her. Hip, oh, on the time She traveler. has her hipster boyfriend. Yeah. Who's wearing like a red hoodie and has kind of modern glasses. The most frames. modern clothes and hair and everything you'll ever see in an yeah. 80s show. She's throwing a bunch of toilet paper at her Instagram boyfriend in a closet <laughs> and. Uh, She's like, where'd you go? And he's like, I needed some answers, so I went surfing. He went on a surf safari. Do you believe that? What is I, a surf safari? I can't make enough sense out of the term surf safari right. to like make a judgment on whether or not he's alive. This what environment is that? Not some shit I've ever encountered in my life. Because I feel make like any sense. if you got to go on a soul searching trip, you know, you can tell your girlfriend, hey, I got to go to the woods and you know strangle a bunny rabbit with my bare hands and see the snake god on ayahuasca and i feel like okay they call that a fishing trip i think i gotta go on a fishing trip babe <laughs> and, um, but if you don't tell her where you went and then you're like i was on a fishing trip sounds like you broke back some mountains oh yeah mm-hmm. but what is a surf safari it just sounds like you put a surfboard on top of a jeep and you drive around with someone on top of the surfboard <laughs> is that it or no? I don't think he said so safari, safari, but it felt like one. I feel like he said yeah, safari. I want to go back. He did say safari. It was, like, it was like a safari of the mind. <laughs> oh, he saw a great white shark and he had to paddle back. Oh, okay, that's pretty safari-like. I yeah. think that's that's what guys say when they run out of money at the strip club. I think he entirely <laughs> made that up on the spot. Because <laughs> she was surf was the first thing that came Throwing toilet paper at him, which we can't excuse her behavior. Like, he, he said the word surf, but then his mind just kind of instinctively kept going and trying to make it more. Oh, yeah, another uh, excuse. Surfing safari. <laughs> it was a yoga retreat. And we did safari. yoga on surfboards in the jungle, babe. There yeah, was no babe. cell phone re- reception. There's no cell phones either, so I'm okay with that part. Well, what is this charge on your credit card that says SB Entertainment? That stands for Safari Board Bros. Entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> oh my god. Well, there's another subplot, or um, what? What other subplot? I, did, I think we covered all the subplots, maybe, or no? Wait, I'm only on the first page. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So the Viking lady, who is the songbird, she has another Viking man who's walking around. Yeah, she's a Viking boyfriend. So we see a lot of Vikings. He speaks English. She does not. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, are you an opera singer too?" And he's like, "No, I'm just big." Yeah, I'm just big into wearing big. Viking clothing in like, a hospital. Big just, what? I mean, just multiple Vikings running around in the hospital. <laughs> Not just one. Usually you see one, one goofball in a costume or some weird shit. You know what I mean? It's a hospital. Stuff happens. But no, it's just multiple people in costumes. Nothing wrong with them. They just, they're just sitting around in the hospital just waiting for things to happen. Just being Vikings. And not even like sitting in like the waiting area. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just around. They're just floating around <laughs> in the damn hospital just running loose. 
when I hang out at a hospital, like I find a resting area, I try to get on the Wi-Fi. Of course, they didn't have that. Well, when I hang out at a hospital, I like to wear um, tight jeans, and I like to wear my dress shirt with the buttons opened at the top. A lot of chest oh, yeah, hair a coming lot of out, chest hair. and a small lap coat and curly hair because I'm Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel, I thought was actually pretty cute. Oh yeah, definitely. That's probably the best he's ever looked in his entire life. I mean, I don't I care if he's a good like four inches shorter than me. I'd boyfriend that. You know, and that, and that that contributes more to what I've been hypothesizing the whole time. Is that this hospital is definitely in the hood somewhere? Because <laughs> like one of the open lines, Howie Mandel's talking about how he's patched up bullet wounds and fucking brought lives back from the brink and all kind of like crazy combat zone shit. The fucking plane crashes into the building. They said the guy was just buzzing the building <laughs> in the plane. He's just circling the circling the fucking hospital in the plane. That's some hood shit, you know. They watching for somebody to come up and rob the goddamn hospital. Wait, they said that? Plane. They acknowledged the plane? I didn't even realize they said something about the plane. Yeah, yeah, they said he was just, like, buzzing the hospital with the plane. It didn't specify why. He's just circling the hospital with the goddamn plane. Another day and on then, the nursing floor. Oh, then, it could have been one of the, you know, helicopters that brings in, or a plane that brings in bodies or sick people. Yeah, but that would be know. such an uncomfortable position for a body to have to sit in while being <laughs> yeah. transported. See, I feel like they also would have said something about that, though. Right? Maybe more people would have reacted. It's like, oh, shit. One of the emergency helicopters that brings people here has crashed. We should probably do something. Nope. They, they were just, well, they, they were just they around. They couldn't write Yelp reviews back then, so what were they supposed to <laughs> do? Why would you, why would you write a Yelp review? Why would you write a Yelp review? That's doing nothing. Yeah, that's not, that's not effective at all. Right, was Yelp. someone in the plane? <laughs> was anybody no, in the plane? Maybe the pilot was gone. Maybe that's what happened. The pilot just wasn't in the plane for whatever reason. <laughs> and now the plane's in the building. Well, it's like, have you ever been, like, on a bus or a streetcar and the driver has to shit? Oh, yeah, or go to Wendy's or something. Yeah, and so they stop (laughs) and you're just sort of stuck there and it's the middle of the night and you might be the only person on the bus or streetcar, but you're just there, you know? Like, someone could commandeer it at any moment, but they do have to poop. (laughs) A pilot does have to stop at McDonald's. They still have to poop, yeah, that's true. Fun fact. (laughs) It's hard to drive a a plane through the drive-thru, so you got (laughs) to parachute. Yeah, it's hard to visit your friends at the hospital with a plan. One thing that Mark said that really pissed me off is um, he was talking about, he was trying to justify his shitty actions to one of his friends. And he's like, you know what? What's her face? She only wants to go to Cleveland because of nostalgia and the right side of her brain and because of her estrogen and because the way her, the things her uterus says to her in the middle of the night or woman pea brain and how she makes decisions with emotions instead of with cold logic and narcissism like I do. Ooh, she's hysterical. And then he decides Women that he's. <laughs> but then he decides that he's gonna go with her because he like Google's Cleveland and he's like, oh, you know, like Cleveland actually has art and there's an orchestra and it's, it's like, you know, it has a museums. Well, he didn't Google. He Britannica did. Hey, hey, let's, let's be real. <laughs> he saw that Cleveland was mostly white. He's like, okay, this is cool. Okay, this we works. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Okay, good is it me. mostly white? Well, huh. Uh-oh. I don't know about nowadays. All I know about Cleveland is uh, the Back Cleveland the Indians, was, and they're uh, mostly Dominican, but that's just <laughs> their baseball team. <laughs> yeah, this is baseball team. They go, for, they go find Dominicans. Yeah. <laughs> they will find some Dominicans for a baseball team. No gloves. There was barely any use of gloves. Like, oh, yeah. extreme surgery, gloves. No gloves otherwise. That was another point to the hospital being in the hood. Uh, Nobody's yeah. using gloves. Exactly. Just sticking yeah. needles in people's chest. Was, was this before, like, the really bad antibacterial resistant staff, and we used to just stick our hands into people? 
Yeah, this is back when like people got AIDS and lost AIDS in a matter of ten minutes. I hope so. they've at least like <laughs> I hope they've at least like all watched that food handlers video where they tell you to wash your hands while singing happy birthday. Oh yeah, you gotta do it twice. Happy birthday twice? Happy birthday twice now, yeah. They need to pick a different song. Yeah, that's a licensed song. It's not like that's a royalty free song. You gotta pay to use that. So it's like how many are you are you supposed to sing like every verse of the happy birthday song? Because like To who? The whole thing has got like three verses. It ain't just the first part. <laughs> yeah. Well, Whoa, what's there's more to song? it. What? What? I don't know. It's like, it's like the how old are you? Are you supposed to do that too? What? Or you just start the song over? Fuck. Whoa. So are you yeah, saying that I, I it, haven't even been washing verse. my hands to full happy birthday? I know. And Holy I've been shit. handling. See, we get in the neighborhood in like Ooh. five minutes now if we do the whole song twice. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and we gotta do the intro and five the big like drum solo in the middle. How about we just sing um, uh, the national anthem while we wash our hands? I don't know that, that way, one. That at way, all. we killed two birds no. with one stone. We forced people to sing the national anthem. No. It's part of social control. Oh, that one. And okay, their yeah, hands yeah, are really clean. Okay. So that's government. Boom. Do it twice. You're gonna fight me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just I ain't doing it. <laughs> well, what's another song, everybody? I mean, Mary has a little lamb. I guess. Mary has a Isn't little about lamb. about Jesus or something? Little lamb. Oh yeah, because that's a couple verses. I don't think Mary has a little lamb is about Jesus. I think it's about a girl and a friendship with a lamb. Oh, okay. So I don't think, I think that's politically neutral. Maybe. We got to find out Wait, about but this. Wait, but Pita. Why got to be all these weak ass songs? Why has got to be all these lame ass fucking like quote unquote <laughs> traditional songs? Why can't it be some dope shit? It's like, come with me. Hail Mary, run quick, see. I'm going <laughs> to lay man? down my <laughs> sword and shield down by the riverside. Just do that whole thing. Um, I don't know that song. So just you, you fuck can do the that. police. I'm going to do the Tupac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. A young nigga got it bad because of brown. You see, I can get with that. Everybody will wash their hands to that. Oh, yeah. Yep. Even most white. That's, twice. That's enough verses, yeah. You got to go through the whole song yeah. twice. Your hands will be very clean. No food's going to get made. Okay. Yeah, and if the cops give you any shit, it's like, hey, I'm just... It's policy. Yeah. Anyway, back to... um. St. Elsewhere, Dr. Ostander? The old guy. Old guy's dead. Yeah. Yeah, he died. Um, he told the shorter guy that, um, the shorter black guy that uh, he was going to tell him something in 30 minutes and the guy was like, he said he'd be here in 30 minutes and they went to the yeah, office. Yeah, they have like a he's cute father-son oh. relationship and he's like, dad, you got to at least stay until I graduate from my program and the old man's like, oh, you're, you're awesome. And you then, betcha. You betcha. <laughs> and then he goes and he fucking dies in his office. But everyone's really chill about it. Just like the plane. But he was going to announce some news. And they were really chill about the news going away, too. I guess the news was they were going to sell or the selling news came afterwards. Anyway, the yeah. second time. Like, okay, so they showed that time at the beginning of the episode was 1040 a.m. Mm -hmm. They showed it again. It's 425 p.m. I don't know if I was supposed to pay attention to that or not. But mm -hmm. they did the same thing in ER. I've, is there any significance? Do you like that structuring? Oh, having timestamps? Six hours. Six hours. All this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Not even six hours. Oh, yeah. Six hours yeah. and we've gone through, like, enough to support five different plots. I think timestamps are cool. What I like better, though, is seeing um, lighting changes, tiredness changes in the acting, even just, like, their hair being more ruffled. Like, yeah. details like that to denote the passage of time. And then, obviously, like, entering when the sunlight's one way and exiting when it's a different way. Stuff like that. Mm. ER a was better denoter of time. ER definitely did yeah. better at that. And I feel like Grey's Anatomy does that pretty well. 
And because time is often, they often remind you how long surgeries are in Grey's Anatomy. So it's like, okay, if it's a three-hour surgery, that gives us an idea of who we are and where we're at later in the day. Um, in terms of, I, I found another similarity with Grey's Anatomy because the way crazy shit happens to that hospital, like, there's going to be a shooting and crazy affairs and, like, spousal abuse in the fucking closet and a plane just hit us and we're like, eh. But at least, like, part of Grey's Anatomy drama is they get kind of into the bureaucracy of solving those situations, and they actually deal with the trauma, whereas these people just one-liner their way out of AIDS <laughs> and all the traumas. Of AIDS, 9-11, all of it. Even when someone dies, it's like, I don't see any... Like, normally, if someone dies at a place you work, you see, like, someone, like, really break down, and there's a somber mood, you know? And people are kind of kinder or quieter or more awkward with each other there was none of that when somebody died it, it, it was just like everybody's just jaded just beyond any sort of emotional reaction whatsoever <laughs> this is like a psychologist's worst nightmare nobody's reacting to shit plane yes. hit the building yeah whatever this old venerated doctor dude dies <laughs> uh whatever you know yeah. uh, he's, he's gone that's so sad whatever and then the one guy mark the fucking evil super villain <laughs> 40s mob boss he makes a fucking corpse joke about the dude. Oh, immediately, yeah. Did you hear it? He's like, you know, the ah, temperature dropping faster than, faster than this guy's corpse. It's just like, really? <laughs> and, like, the lady's setting up, like, flowers because it's what the doctor did or like, something. This guy died, like, barely an hour ago. And, you and like, none of y'all are upset. And they accidentally knock over the flowers. And, of course, Mark blames Helen. He's classic Mark. He's the best. I don't know. Like, from experience of having people in the workplace die, it's like what you do is everyone's just really gentle and quiet and awkward, and you try to plan memorials without stepping on anyone's toes. Like, that's what you get to do in. And it's weird. And it's nothing like no one-liners. No, you make a bunch of one-liners, dude. Man. Oh, man, it's colder than this office than fucking doctor's body. What's the doctor? Ostlander? Ostander? Oh, yeah. Yeah, his name is Oslander. Yeah, he's dead. He doesn't care. Oh, he's an ocelot. I forgot all about the subplot. Doctor Merkin. Oh, he's or Mister Merkin. Mister Merkin. He's not a doctor. He's Mister Merkin. He's gone missing. And yeah, he just ran away. What is? Yeah. Like they catch him though, don't they? They catch him. Um, they mention that they catch him in a water tower on top of the the hospital. Tall man. Yeah, the tall um black dude. What's his name? He should have a name. He yeah. I don't know anybody's name in this show, actually, besides... He's, yeah, I don't know anyone's name. Dressed, That's a good he's point. He's dressed like an try. orderly in a psych ward, but it doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, it looks like Doc, Mr. Merkin's missing a hand, and then he's just like, Hey, yeah. it's you, Mr. Merkin. And Mr. Merkin's like, Whoa, I need to run away in a wacky runaway scenario where I'm going in elevators and out of elevators. And then the tall dude's like, Ah, move this damn body out of my way. I gotta chase this guy. Yeah, it, it was like he was reliving like his old football days. Like He was just really in the zone, running like... A lot and not really caring about. I mean, Mr. Merkin's fine. He might be crazy and dangerous, but these other people are like on gurneys. <laughs> Too many subplots. Also, Merkin is a pubic wig. It's a wig for pubic hair. So this guy's just yelling all over the hallways Where's my pubic wig? Where's my pubic wig? Where is it? <laughs> Get me my pubic wig. <laughs> Everyone's like, I had to I shave one. for the swim team, and now I feel unmanly. I just want a little pubic hair. And Tiffany wants hair. Stick out on my. <laughs> I mean, maybe this guy Merkin came from a family who uh, who goes back centuries making pubic hair wigs. Oh, they were the That's how a lot of names became names, like Smith. Artisans. He was a blacksmith, oh. so, you know, uh, not, not a family's name is Smith. 
Car Merkin. Carpenter. <laughs> Make it pube wigs. You know, Scott Scott the Merkin maker. Scott Merkin. That's, that's, that's the name now, Merkin. A yeah. classically pubically hairless family. <laughs> always making the wigs. Well, they all had alopecia, but they still wanted to pretend they were like Howie Mandel with his shirt button real low. Oh, yeah. So they just made all these little like, fake body hair pieces. Wow, I guess Howie Mandel. Like, is it, are his pubes bald now, too? Like... I don't, I don't care. I don't think, oh, okay. I don't, I don't I don't think that's how balding works. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works or not. Yeah. I mean, his new look is commanding, so I don't know. Okay. Um, I mean, he's still cute. Let's not shit on Howie Mandel. We're not shitting on Howie Mandel. He has a great career. Hey, I'm shitting on the fact that we just went through like a whole plot with Viking people, all for one joke of him being like, my residency may be over, but I'm not leaving till the fat lady and then the Viking lady sings. Yeah, it ain't over till the fat lady the sings. Just the whole, that was so that much joke, plot. Does anyone, when was the it? first time y'all heard that joke? Like, where does that joke originate from? I don't know. I've known it since I, I was a little know. kid. It's been in cartoons forever. It's just, it's just, it was just there exactly. already. Yeah. I just By remember the I third grade, someone like saying it in the bathroom, like, it ain't over till the fat lady sings. And as it is, you were pointing out that it was kind of problematic. Yeah. Uh, was that? You, you said <laughs> you you had said that they were using the fat lady as a prop. Oh yeah, the whole episode. Just had yeah. the fat lady just standing around as a prop. I mean, maybe how do you know she doesn't have things to do? I mean, like you just yeah. got just in the hospital, just trapped, just to do that one fucking that prop line. One bit. He just call her the fat lady. <laughs> Look at that fat lady. She's singing over there. You just hold her as a prop so people can point at her and laugh. What kind of bullshit is that? Yeah, and that's like all 80s. she is. They just yeah, did fucking role. everything in the 80s. She's right? like yeah. a lot of things other than fat. Oh, you know what? That makes sense with the AIDS story only taking up like two seconds and this fat lady thing taking up like ten minutes. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. The fat lady plot line lasted longer than the 80s plot line. And like line. she's not even fucking fat. <laughs> like, she, she's Amy Schumer fat, first of all. <laughs> she just has a round face. She sings opera. She needs a belly to like, you know. Deliver. She's a, she's a fucking m a musical instrument. I just I just did the fat lady sings thing again because when they say fat lady sings, what they're thinking of they're thinking of a a fat lady in gospel robes who just always exists in the back of your Disney movie to go like wow, and that's like all it is. So we're just reducing, reducing, reducing. What's her name? No, yeah. the fat lady who sings. Oh, Brigitte. Brigitte. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah, we will say her name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I caught it. With that okay um do we want to get to the ending now or is there anything else you want to discuss before we which, get to this which part was the ending i don't even know if <laughs> i'm paying attention i think my brain just okay so to set up the ending the towards end. the end this guy oh lumberjack yeah parka jacket comes in the parka he's a lumberjack <laughs> and a parka jacket with a beard yeah i thought he was two different people at one point yeah so he walks in with his like autistic uh son or the only character that knows how to react yeah, the only kid that has emotional reactions. And he's kind of a realistic autistic person in that normally in TV right now, all autistic peoples are shown as really high functioning and they're like superheroes. Um, but this kid was just really like, he seemed like a chill kid and then he would just like have a reaction and pick up a lamp and throw it. But he's also lead surgeon. Yeah, but he's also lead he's also surgeon lead and the good yeah, doctor. Exactly. But anyway, so later on, after some more one-liners, um, we get to the twist. Oh, yeah. And the twist is... Well, first, you notice, like, the room's shaking a little bit. That was the first little sign. Did you see that? 
The room shook for like a second. You're like, why is the camera doing this? What's going on? Is this Star Trek? I was so disillusioned. I just thought it was another earthquake and we'd get over it. And we get over it in two seconds, like the plane. But instead, (laughs) we um, just show up at some person's house and we see the autistic kid still and like a dad comes home. I don't know. It's another old dude that's a different old dude. Trust. They need to start marking them. That's what I'm saying. That would have made the show yeah, a little bit better if you just start marking your dudes. the same. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I don't even remember any of this. Just, just, I just saw it and it left my memory immediately. <laughs> but he comes in and he's like, so what did he do? And he's like, he's just been looking at that snow globe waiting, waiting for you this whole time. Like he does all the time. And he's like, Ugh. All he does is play with that snow globe. And then the daddy gets down. He's like, you know what? He's autistic and He's my son, and I just don't understand him. But then he says to his son, be careful with that son. Because <laughs> he's like, be careful with that son. Denzel Washington is somewhere in there. Denzel he's Washington su- he's is trapped somewhere, somewhere in, in there. He had to be inside. He was because inside what snow happens snow. Is, is we zoom into the snow globe and realize that that's the hospital and that everything has been in the mind of an autistic boy the entire time. <clears throat> and that explains all, you know how we were like, why are they reacting to that situation that way? Why is a woman arguing about how I'm head nurse while a plane is like wedged into the wall right by her? Like, why is this going on? Like, why? Um, why are these just walking down the hallway with like um, helicopter pilot things, propeller things? There was like one point oh, they yeah, took yeah, off the propeller. Yeah. He's just yeah. walking down the hallway. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. He takes the propeller away from the scene and just walks off. Well, also, like, why are there yes. Vikings? <laughs> oh, yeah, why the fuck are there Vikings? Get out of your costumes. It's not a comfortable environment for that clothes. Nowhere is a comfortable environment but for that like, clothes. But, like, if you were a little kid and you wanted to put some toys in your imaginary hospital, Vikings. Vikings, perfect. Yeah. Well, Howie yeah. Mandel, perfect. Howie Mandel, yes. Denzel Washington, if you can remember him, perfect. He was the absentee daddy of the show, and that happens sometimes. Like, um, uh, Ron Perlman was the absentee daddy of the last episode of Sons of Anarchy, and that's the only reason I wanted to watch. Yeah, sometimes it is for worse, but sometimes it is for better, such as Kevin Spacey not being in the last episode of House of Cards. Uh, yeah, but I love it when the per- like disgraced pervert is in the last episode. That like would have been funny. The, what yeah. was it, the web show? Oh, yeah, um, Jeremy Piven in uh, Wisdom of the Crowd. Wisdom of the Crowd. Yeah. yeah. I got canceled because of that or just because it sucked. We can't tell. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, like, final thoughts. Is final this... thoughts? Albert, do you think it's a good show? <laughs> I don't know how or I don't know how I would answer that question. It, was it a single show? Are we sure it was a single show? Yeah, I'm still it, not sure on that part because it was like eight different shows worth of shit happening. So just, much content. Just by the first twenty, just by the first commercial break, there was already eight shows worth of shit happening. So it was like it was just too much going on. Maybe it make more sense if we saw the six years of shit beforehand. But yeah. like like coming in at this point, I don't think it was. It's like why? It's just mind numbing. It's, I mean, it's, it's it kind would... of perfect for what exactly what we're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. Just watching yeah. and making a parody out of it. Because I don't, I don't see any threads closing at all. I don't no. see anything that was set up before. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Merkin just ran through. away and he's just out loose in the world wreaking havoc upon society with his crazy ass. His pubic wigs uh, everywhere. Pubic, he's putting pubic, pubic wigs on everyone. Throwing pubic wigs at I bet he's like shit. a pube fairy. Like, have you ever lived with like a roommate that's a pube fairy? And we'll oh just... yeah, they just no. sprinkle everything. Because they wouldn't be my roommate flaw. When I lived in New Orleans, every time I moved into a new house, I would find like 
a pubic hair in the fridge. Just something random like that. Just something just like these people like pretended to clean but didn't really. They cleaned know? with their balls. When you do like a once over and you're really lazy and but you still just like leave just evidence of all the surfaces you've humped. Oh, it's the same sponge you've used for the once over everywhere, so it's collected pubes from oh, everywhere. Oh, yeah, you like cleaned your pubes. body with the sponge and Ugh. then you cleaned the house with see, the sponge. See, that's what happens when you go to the low budget real estate places, be selling your homes where people were murdered and shit like that. Yeah. Pubic yeah, pubic monsters. Oh, look, murdered. there's a secret compartment in this house. Are these human bones? <laughs> just a bunch of pubes. <laughs> no, those are just crawfish. Just pubes. But, um, okay, crawfish I want to. Crawfish aren't shaped like that. There was. There wasn't there like a plane episode where like a plane hits uh, Grey's Anatomy. I let me see. Okay, I thought the hospital's called Grey's Anatomy. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy. Um, I know there's been a shooting at Grey's Anatomy. There's been an earthquake. There's been a terrible windstorm. Been a terrorist attack. There's been. Oh my gosh! I don't think a plane has hit the building. Oh, but there was a big gas fire. Started by a pedophile. But all those things didn't happen in one episode, did they? Those were all one episode things. No. Yeah, exactly. This show yeah, would put that all like, in Grey's one episode. Anatomy, like, people briefly put aside their girlfriend-boyfriend drama to deal with the trauma of uh, their jobs. Definitely. <laughs> but as far as the doctor shows we've seen, I definitely rate this in the middle of um, ER and private practice. ER being the top for me still. Well, private practice took place in a fucking beach house dude still that was just about eating tupperware and occasionally we have patients that's like the spring hill dermatologist you know that work when they want they only take patients between their tanning bed appointments yeah or like a former psychiatrist of mine who would like elope to california and then come back (laughs) yeah what an idiot Man, I'm glad I'm not in like a snow globe right now. Nice. Glad you're not what? In a snow globe right now. (laughs) How do we know we're not in a snow globe? Oh crap. That is the twist, yeah. Wait, but is this an argument for intelligent design? I don't know. This is an argument for Howie Mandel is not leaving. His residency may be up, but where is he gonna go? To the edge of the snow globe? Yeah, I mean they don't tend to hire at other hospitals from hospitals in the hood unless they're in places (laughs) like Cleveland. Like the one lady. Yeah. The Good Samaritan Hospital. This hospital's definitely in the hood. Nobody's it's in gloves. the hood and the snow globe. Like it's in, they live in like a tenement where they get disability for their autistic son. And then not only is the hospital in the hood, but it's in a snow globe inside the hood. So that's hard to get a transfer. Deep. You've got to be really, really Too great deep. doctor. They'll accept you from Cleveland. Like how are we gonna sh- like shrink her up to regular size? Good Samaritan Hospital. That's I don't even like see, that name yeah, as a it's hospital. Called Good Samaritan. See, see. <laughs> They got a lot of good Samaritan work to do there. Yeah. It kind also, of me. Also in the hood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just from one hood to another. That's why they're good Samaritans. Regular doctors aren't. Good Samaritan, because we know y'all can't afford to pay us. Nothing bad happens to Mark. <laughs> no, he's going to get to go to Cleveland, and it's going to be just as good as the snow globe. Just as much of a dick to her. He's like, you, I can't believe you broke those flowers, Helen. Yeah, he blames her, and he broke the flowers. He's a dick, and he, he gets away with it. He doesn't even care that that dude died. That's how you know he's a sociopath. Wow, I want to see that spin John Cleese. He's like an unfunny John Cleese. That should make him the funniest. Yeah. Anyway, that would be the best part for him. No, and, <laughs> oh gosh. He's like Monty Python, but like Monty Garden Snake. Monty Evil. 
But, okay, any other lessons we learned? What did you learn from this, Lachal? I think it's shitty to treat autistic people as plot props. I think it's shitty to treat <laughs> fat women as punchlines. Even if they can sing, because that's one of those things, like, you're giving her a compliment. You're hiring her for that purpose. Yeah. You know, like, you're giving her a compliment. You seeked her out. The, oh, yeah, fat ladies, that's their one redeeming quality they can sing. That's like when guys say, oh, yeah, fat ladies give such grateful blowjobs. And it's like, wow, you could just complicate and, like, I mean, compliment, like, a nice young woman named Stephanie for giving you a good BJ, but instead you got to be like, yeah, fat ladies are good for that one thing. That got out of the specific. <laughs> That's two things they had to put on the casting call, though. They had to put both fat and can sing, like, opera level. Yeah. So get it out of here, skinny people. Fat and can sing. And can sing. You're going to have one line. because well, fat ladies don't sing. They sang. Because they just it have a bigger instrument. Well, from all the subplots. diaphragm like it's meat. I mean, any lessons we learned today at all? I ain't learned a goddamn thing. Well, if you Mm. got AIDS, don't tell anybody about it, because it's probably not true. Yeah, it's probably fake AIDS. (laughs) Probably fake AIDS, yeah. Happens all the time. All the time. She really exaggerated. She was doing a disservice. What year was this? This was, um, 88? 88, right? Yeah. Yeah, She was doing everyone a disservice by skimming over AIDS like that. Pulling a Reagan. Because that's what people already have such fear about getting tested. That that's the reason they won't get tested or they won't do follow-ups. false positives. Jesus, you know, like so that's just perpetuating. It's like yeah, the test is probably full like, of shit. Really like, don't bad science it. at a really horrible time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who does it affect? Just the stupid people that learn everything from watching TV, which is most people because there's everyone. no sex education. Where do where do where did everybody learn about AIDS? From like the old guy coming up to you crying at the gay pride parade and saying, You guys of generations don't understand, let me show you and then T V. That's the only I might have learned it from I Love the Nineties, I'm not gonna lie. Or I Love the Eighties. We learned a lot. That 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 first thing you said was also rather oddly specific. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So it was probably definitely T V for me. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Well, uh, anyone have any more interest in watching any more of this show? I don't, unless it's by accident. I wouldn't mind accidentally, but no. That's just too yeah. much pressure. Yeah, it's too There's much. There's too much shit I got to keep up with. I got, I got a whole life and things so to do. I watch TV to turn my brain off for a minute. I have to be more active and more stimulated to understand this shit. Yeah. They need a second yeah. plane. That's all I can it's say. It's not one of those shows you can just like do a once-off. You know? I think it's the only time I'm going to do a once-off of this, yeah. Also, it's not beautiful. It isn't, yeah. It's not like... It's not a beautiful I had one good shot, really, where they're like going through the hallways with the wheelchair with the prop lady. Yeah, but even... That's just using... This is uni- Yeah. Fake Vikings as props. <laughs> so, okay, prop department. We can give props to the prop department. Props to the prop department. <laughs> because we gotta give props to something. This show is not technically horrible, you know? This show has some good redeeming qualities. Howie Mandel was cute. All the little performances were fairly good. Mm-hmm. There were some women really holding their own. They all looked the same, but they were holding their own. Um, and prop department. Bam. Prop department. Congrats. Y'all did great. Yeah. Good job, guys.